Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to How Can It Be with Allie Johnson and Wendy Free. Welcome. We have Welcome. smiles on our faces today. That smile on your face lets me know that you need Guys, I haven't seen Allie in five days. <laughs> need you to know we saw each other two seconds before we started. So. We did. And then we hugged and we were nice and then we were mean. And now we're here to talk about Jesus. He meant it all. Hey, Allie. I love you. Thank you. I was wondering... Seriously, I was wondering, you guys. <laughs> she was wondering. I didn't have time to say it before we started. Oh, thank heavens. Thanks. That makes me feel way better. Anyways, that song I was singing just barely, it's a really good one in case you're wondering. Thanks for cutting me off. This is a podcast all about glorifying God in the everyday good, the bad, and the in-between. Beautiful. We start out every episode the same way. He's in the details of our lives, baby. Yeah, so we actually start out talking about that a bit, just talking about ways that we saw God in our life the past week, and Wendy gets to start, so go. Okay, so this is what just came to my mind. Good. <laughs> um, actually, none of you know this, so here you go. None Fun of you. Fun fact about me. <laughs> Allie knows this. Allie knows every inch of my life. Her and my mom hung out for two hours today. No worries. I had no idea. No idea. And they both texted me and said, we just hung out for two hours. So that's what my life looks like. Anyways. <laughs> fun fact, I have nine brothers and sisters. And one of them is a junior in high school. And one day just came to me and said, hey, Wendy, I know that I have nine other siblings, but I put you down as my basketball coach for school. Our first game is next week. <laughs> I was like, no Joe. Have I ever played basketball in my life? No. <laughs> I play horse in my backyard, and that's about as far as I get. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I started showing up to these games, and it was actually so tender. Because it got to the point where, like, they boys would try so hard. And they knew I didn't know how to coach. They knew I knew nothing about basketball. But they would all just come to me and be like, Wendy, like, I think I'm going to, like, try this strategy or I'm going to, like, do this. Or they just, like, wanted a high five when they did something good. Or they would make a basket and they would, like, look over to me and they would, like, be like, Wendy, that one was for you. And, like, <laughs> it was just they wanted that praise. Yeah. They wanted just someone there who was like, hey, I don't care that you, like, just lost by 20 points. I am still obsessed with you. I am so proud of you. Like, it doesn't lessen who you are. And I think that's what I realized this last week because um, we had our last basketball game this week. And we lost. It was the ref's fault. Why didn't no you worries. tell me it was your last one? Because you were busy. <laughs> Anyways, we lost. <laughs> but Because I wasn't there. Yeah, you were nannying, remember? Anyways, sorry. Back to you. <laughs> um, It was just like this realization of like sometimes people just need someone He's like, hey, you just lost every single game this season. We won one. We won one game. Okay. But I'm still so proud of them. Like that one game, I could not be more stoked that we won one game and that they just put in their best effort. Like they were out there playing their hardest, doing the best they could. And it made me so happy. And like, think about like life as like, 
a game of basketball. Like sometimes you're taken out. Sometimes you have to sit on the sidelines. Sometimes you have to like sit there by like the board and wait for like your turn to be like put back in and like sub and like God still doesn't care where you're at on that like court. Like there's some boys who didn't play more than like the other boys did and I still loved them and was so proud of them. It's like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not trying to like compare it to like God, but like it is like God yeah, is so He's the best basketball proud. coach there ever was. Yeah. Yeah. He is so proud of us no matter if we lose the game or if we don't. Yeah. Like obviously there is an end goal in life and we should all get to that point because God wants us to. But like how many times do we lose at life? Yeah. But we just show up to the next game and we try again. And we put in our best work and we try our hardest and we get all sweaty and we break our ankle or I don't know what we do. But we keep going and God still loves us. Yeah, I think. Pretty sure. No, I know. Oh, good. Stop thinking. You know, Allie. (laughs) You're right. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that moment. Okay, tell me about your Jesus week. Okay, well, so... uh, Wait, I actually didn't see you till before nannying. So it's been longer than five days. Since before nannying? Yeah, it's been a hundred years since we've seen each other. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Just in case you were wondering. We're Moses. Okay. Okay. Don't take that one, you guys. Okay, I would love to uh, direct you to my notes app. This is it. (laughs) No problem. But, man, Jesus moment after Jesus moment after Jesus moment, and I felt like I didn't have time to even have a Jesus moment this week. Interesting. It's different than you think. It's just like I didn't have the same structure as my day because I was hanging out with my little cousins and watching them while my aunt and uncle were out of town for the last week. And so I didn't have like the same like structure that I normally do where I can wake up and like read in the Bible, read the word, you know, like pray for however long I would like to ideally, you know. And it just felt like a lot more rushed, but I just felt him making room in my life still, which I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Feeling lucky, feeling grateful, whatever. But I saw this on one of my late night Pinterest scrolls. We know if you're new here, you don't know this yet. If you're old here, you're you're familiar with this, actually. That's the truth. But Pinterest is another form of doctrine for me. (laughs) Ali's the master, actually. At Pinterest. Thank you for saying that. She finds the coolest stuff. Thank you. Anyways, I saw this. Okay. Look. Hope you love it. Please don't forget me and all the things we did. Okay. That's the best thing I've ever seen. And that is not even like it doesn't say anywhere anything about God on that. But I just love that like I am trying to train my brain to be able to see that kind of stuff and think of God. Yeah. And I put this on my little Sunday stories yesterday, so enjoy if you already watched it, but you can hear it again. I said, saw this on Pinterest and immediately thought of Jesus. Don't you think he feels this way? Don't you think he remembers all the good times we've had together? Don't you think those times are worth remembering? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that is so how I felt. Like I looked at that and I'm like, that is our brother. That is our best friend, our savior. Like he's everything and he keeps track of all of those sweet moments that we've had together. Whether it's like, okay, somebody like let you go ahead of them in line 
and you're carrying everything and you don't have like a <laughs> cart, you know, like somebody gives you their cart. Somebody does something small for you. Like you can see Christ in your everyday normal. And we talk about this every single episode, I yeah. swear. And we sound like broken records. But seeing him and training myself to look for him has changed my life forever. Mm -hmm. And I have these little moments where it's like I have in a split second the power to either give that to the world or give it to God. And every time that I'm like, man, Heavenly Father knows like my God, the God of all everything the god of the universe of every person and everything and every creation ever yeah. took time to help me feel seen by him right. and loved by him right which is amazing because you know that god will remember everything but i think something i thought of while you were saying that is it's like we can't also forget yeah like we can't forget god hand in our life mm -hmm. like the details in everything that he is yeah i mean it's so easy for us to get caught up in the world to get caught up in like the everyday tasks and be like oh no i don't need god today yeah like i don't need to like pay attention to him i don't need that relationship right now because my life is going so well mm -hmm. but, like don't forget that <laughs> sorry don't forget she's that getting choked up for you sorry guys <laughs> um that he was there for you in every walk of life and yeah Something I remember is one of our good friends, Grace, mm -hmm. um, I heard her talk once. <laughs> okay. She's amazing. If you guys don't know Grace, she's wonderful. She has about 85 podcasts of her own, so yeah, no worries. Um, but the first time I ever heard her speak is she was telling me a story about someone who came up to her and was like, who is Jesus for you? And she just like briefly said, like, I can't tell you who Jesus is in like one sentence. If I were to tell you who he is, I would have to tell you every aspect of my life that he's shown up. And I feel like, I mean, I heard that like three years ago and I've thought of it like since. It's like if I were to tell you who Jesus is for me, if I were to tell you about my relationship with God, then I would have to tell you when he showed up for me when I didn't have friends in preschool. When he showed up for me when it was a stormy night and my parents weren't home yet with no cell phone. Like I would have to tell you about moving from North Carolina and sobbing my eyes out because I thought I had no friends. Like, I would have to tell you about being bullied in school and failing school and every single aspect of life when Christ was there. Like, it's like we talk about every single time is he is exactly who you need him to be. Like, I would have to tell you how it was when he showed up for, like, my first heartbreak, you know? Or, like, not getting asked, like, the school dance or, like, anything like that. Like, I would have to tell you how it is when he, like, knows that you feel alone at night. Like, he is who you need him to be in, like, the everyday moments of your life. And that's when you know you found Jesus is when you're, like, I can't just give you one sentence of who my Savior is. Like, I have to tell you every aspect of my life of when he showed up <laughs> so don't forget Wendy. him <laughs> just don't forget like the way he's there for you oh and that is that is my goal that is my goal in life is to be able to at the end you know the end of it all mm -hmm. 
to look back and not be able to tell my story without right. mentioning Christ. Right. Because I want him to be so embedded in every detail of my life that he's unavoidable. Like, I can't not mention him when I talk about love and how I learned what love was because I know how to feel it because I felt his love, you know, and how I feel seen by him. Like, the amount of times in life that people just aren't going to cut it Mm -hmm. and experiences just won't do it justice unless you add him into the equation you're gonna have little moments that feel really good mm-hmm. but they're gonna be gone really fast mm-hmm. and there's somebody that is never ending it's an everlasting yeah. kind of love that it's just different yeah. it's just different and it's just one that you can't help but talk about you know and it's like no part of me ever wants somebody to think that like my life has been good by my own hand or that I'm here because I want to be or because I think this sounds good to say Mm -hmm. it's because I know that I'm loved and that I am a I'm a child of God right and that there are people who don't know and that's the only reason why we do this. <laughs> and if it ever gets confusing to anybody that's listening, please remember that we're dumb idiot girls <laughs> who love the best man that ever lived and are trying. Yeah. We're trying to be like him. Right. And... We hope that you'll try with us because he's a good enough reason. When he is the one person who knows what you are going through. There is the only person on this entire earth who knows exactly what it feels like. To be you. Yeah. And to live your life. Exactly. He knows what it feels like. When your mom gets in a car accident, when you miscarry, when you don't get asked to prom, when you fail your classes, when you feel absolutely alone, that one, you know, for sure he knows what it feels like is because he even on the cross was like, God, where are you? Like, if you are asking those things, you know that Christ knows exactly what that feels like. Like, that is probably one of the worst feelings in the world is to feel alone and like we know that Christ suffered for all of our sins we know that he went through all of that for us and that he went through that so that he can know exactly what we feel like in those moments and how we need to be comforted that's why he knows how to show up in every aspect of our life is because he knows what it's like like you know the people in your life who you're like I just want someone to understand me And there are some people who can show up and be like, dude, I went through the same thing. Like, I know exactly how you feel. But it's just amazing to me that, like, the one instance of where we know for sure Christ knows exactly how you feel is feeling alone. Like, he straight up asked Heavenly Father, God, where are you? And how many of 
how many of us have asked that same question? Like, I have asked that question multiple times in my life that I have lost count of, like, God, where are you? And we talked in the last one about you feel like the heavens are silent and we're telling you the heavens aren't silent, but it is a real feeling to feel alone. But take heart because the savior of the world knows how you feel. <laughs> and he will come for you. He will show up. He has a pretty dang good track record, guys. Uh, like, he's gonna be there. And I think the best thing about it, the best thing about Christ and who he is, is that nobody made him mm-hmm. choose you. It was just, there was no choice about it, actually. Like, he looks at us in every single thing that happens to us in our life, and he says, and of course I would do that for them. That's the only thing that makes sense, is I love them too much to not give myself for them, you know? And that's something worth talking about. It's something that's going to provide hope. Right. And that's going to give you enough fuel to last until tomorrow. Yeah. It's something to have faith in because it's not going away. Right. It gives you that strength to get up in the morning mm-hmm. and to keep going. Yeah. Because you know that you can start over again and again and again because of him. Yeah. You know that you can keep going. You know that there is hope at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. And that you don't have to give up. Yeah. You don't have to throw in the towel. Yeah. Because he'll be there. He's going to show up. Yeah. And he'll find you. Wow. <laughs> you know what? And that's I, why. I feel like there's not much else to say. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that's all you need to hear from us today. Yeah. Is that you're loved. Holy. <laughs> you're freaking loved, okay? You're so loved by us. And... You are going to be okay. You're going to be okay because of somebody who paid the price for your sanity, for your happiness, for your sorrow, for your sin, for your brokenness, for your joy. He paid it. And he doesn't want anything else other than for you to see that it was him. Yeah. And to wonder a little bit in your heart, maybe, how can it be? And if wondering how can it be makes you wonder more about him and try to get to know him, then that's all that we want for you. That's the best advice we could ever give. We want you to figure that out. We want you to understand that Christ knows. He knows exactly how it is. Mm -hmm. Just lean on him and he will be the one who will heal you. He will be the one to come for you. It's like what it says. He was bruised for iniquities. Like the chastisement of our peace was on him. Like he went through it. So that you could have hope. So that you could find healing in this life. Because he doesn't want you to ever have to go through that. 
he didn't want you to go through it alone. So he went through it for you. And that's why we'll know him for the rest of my life. That's why I can never go anywhere else or think of anyone else. Because, like, if Christ could do that for me, like, I owe him everything. And I don't want anything else. No. I don't. Sign me up for nothing but forever loving Jesus. Hey, do you think you want to come back here next week and talk about him again? I think I could. What do you think about even tomorrow? Are you free to talk yeah. to me about him probably? Yeah, well, I'm glad we live together so like maybe we could just like wake up in the morning. That feels good. That feels good. Let's yeah. pencil that in. Maybe you could join us and you could. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just, yeah. uh. Yeah, maybe like make Christ an everyday topic. Hmm. What do you guys think? Oh. Maybe you should? Maybe we should all make Christ an everyday topic. Okay, fine. Okay, Deal. you guys. I'm sorry if you cried your eyes out, but I'm also not because I don't even want to know what my makeup looks like. I don't think I should start an episode by saying how much I love Allie. <laughs> okay, fine. So that was the last time I'll hear it from her. Thanks for being Allie, part of that. I, I still love you. <laughs> Shut up. Hey. I, I love you more. Only love. Okay. I love you more. Okay, bye, guys. Okay, we love we'll you. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to say your prayers. How do you do this? <laughs> bye.